You know, life can be deep, but God is greater and higher, and He's faithful. No matter what you go through, the good, the bad, the ugly, He meets you at every twist and every turn. And in those moments when you've got questions and you have no answers, there's one big answer that will never change, and that is God is faithful. He's always there. And all you got to do is call. No matter what the situation, no matter what the mistake, no matter what the failing, no matter your brokenness, he's there. He promises to be there. He promises to be faithful, to pick up all the pieces, to collect your tears in a bottle and wash you with them and bring restoration into your life. So hold on, my friend. Hope is just a prayer away. So never give up. Never give in. Dare to believe. One more time. Hello, I'm Michelle McKinney-Hammond, and welcome to Life Talk. We've been talking about how to make life work. Your life is like the house that you live in. The things that you put in place are the things that will enhance your life or detract from your life. We've been talking about accessories because we've laid the foundation, we've put the pillars in place, we have furnished, and we're now talking about those things that add to the value of life. Things like favor and blessing. When you find favor with someone, you gain his approval, acceptance, or special benefits and blessings because of how he feels about you. This accessory may seem like mere decoration, but it's necessary in the decor of your life. You can't get far without favor. Think about how often we need a recommendation to get a job, a good word spoken to get us into a group or organization. Someone who can testify as to why you add something valuable to the mix can make all the difference. Favor opens doors. Favor and blessing have everything to do with how and when God regards you. Sometimes in the Bible, what he saw in the lives of those he wanted to bless made him turn his face away. Samson is a good example. As I've mentioned, Samson wasted his strength and anointing on women while his countrymen strained under the bondage of their enemies. He preferred to spend his time reveling in the things that appealed to his flesh, rather than walking in his calling to begin the deliverance of his people from the Philistines. His dalliances with the wrong women finally led him to his ruin, quite to his surprise. He took the presence and protection of God, along with his own strength for granted, until that fateful evening when his enemies descended upon him to take him captive. The story goes that when Delilah warned that the Philistines were at hand, he awoke from his sleep and thought, I'll go out as before and shake myself free. But he did not know that the Lord had left him. The rest is history. He was bound, blinded, and taken into bondage. He died making one last effort to wreak vengeance on the Philistines. How much more could he have done if he had spent more time making God smile? than he did pleasing himself. This is never a good thing. When God turns his face away, it leaves you open for anything to come against and triumph over you. 
Through Moses, God blessed the people of Israel, saying, The Lord bless and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Solomon wrote, In the light of the king's face is life. When he looks at us, blessing is in his gaze. But when he looks away, we find that the disregard of God is a lonely and unfruitful place to dwell. When Jesus became sin for us on the cross and God looked away, it was the most painful moment of Jesus' life, more painful than the scourging and the nails in his hands and feet. The moment of separation must have felt like an unbearable eternity. Small wonder David cried out in the psalm, Do not cast me away from your presence, and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Separation from God is not something you want to experience once you've known the joy of fellowship and deep intimacy with him. So who does God choose to bless with his favor and why? Basically, those who walk in righteousness. It is you who blesses the righteous man, O Lord. You surround him with favor as with a shield. Such people call out to God, Let the favor of the Lord our God be upon us and confirm for us the work of our hands. And when God decides to bless you, it's all good. It is the blessing of the Lord that makes rich, and he adds no sorrow to it. In some instances, when you acquire some things, they add more drama to your life than you bargained for. But when God blesses you, nothing is attached but blessing. When God blesses you, you'll be able to enjoy it without the extra burden of fine print that can sometimes take the joy out of the acquisition. God's blessings cause you to be fruitful and increase, not just in gain, but in influence because others see the goodness of God operating in your life and glorify him. This was the case with Daniel, a wonderful man of God and prayer warrior. Some of his peers were jealous of Daniel's favor with the king and sought to get him in trouble. They manipulated the king into declaring that the people could pray to no one but King Darius himself. Daniel, a man of God, prayed only to God. When as punishment he was thrown in a lion's den to be devoured, the favor of God covered him. That night, an angel protected Daniel. King Darius was so impressed, he commanded the people to worship Daniel's God. That is the type of life that God wants us all to lead, one with the reputation of being blessed by the favor of God. Again, when we curry favor and a good name with God, we can also gain these things in the sight of men. Proverbs says, Let your heart keep my commandments for length of days and years of life, and peace they will add to you. Do not let kindness and truth leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart so you will find favor and good report in the sight of God and man. You see, a good reputation also places us in a position to favor others. Remember that we are blessed in order to be a blessing to others. When favor is at work in your life, you can go places others can't, do what others can't, and say what others could never get away with. This is because you know you're walking under the cloud cover of God's favor, and you are moving as he directs you. One day I was in Beverly Hills with friends and we passed a very famous posh restaurant. I decided I wanted to have lunch there to see all the stars. Well, my friends chided that I did not have a reservation and it would be impossible to get in. 
My response was to remind them that I had the favor of God on my life. So I sauntered up to the Mater D and requested a table for four for McKinney Hammond. The host looked at his reservation list and of course I wasn't there. He asked me to repeat my request, which I calmly did. He looked at his list again, then showed us to a table. <laughs> As we were ordering dessert, he again came to confirm my name and made sure we had enjoyed our meal. We had a good laugh. I finally got enough breath to say, sometimes you just have to act as if you belong where you want to go and leave the rest up to God's favor to open the doors. This is a lighthearted example, but the favor of God will open doors for you and promote you in the sight of many. In short, these two accessories, favor and blessing, make for a very exciting life. How long does his favor last? His anger is but for a moment, but his favor lasts a lifetime. These are accessories you really can't do without in a life that works. Favor and blessing are life enhancement accessories. They make you look special. They set you apart from the rest. Warning. Allow the favor of God, not your own insistence, to open doors for you. God's favor will always bring the best results. Let me add to the favor and blessings by saying that there are some invaluable intangibles in life. Many work hard to store up all sorts of things and find themselves unable to enjoy them for various reasons. Many have much in terms of stuff, but their riches have become the bane of their existence, surrounding them in scandal, intense scrutiny, unwelcome criticism, and the ever-present paparazzi. These things leave you feeling bankrupt, though your bank statement might show you have plenty of actual cash. In order to enjoy this wonderful accessory in a way that works well with your life, you first need to understand what true wealth is. I've said this before, but let me affirm wealth is much more than material possessions. It is the intangibles, the things you cannot buy, such as health, mental, physical, and spiritual, and rich relationships with true friends who don't abandon you when trouble hits, but stand and believe and pray with you until you pull through providing whatever tangible help they can. No amount of money can secure these things for you. They are gifts from God, often maintained by making the right choices for yourself along the journey of life. It's the simple things that seem to be the most complicated to obtain, the things that enrich life and make one feel truly wealthy regardless of financial status. Many poor people are unaware that they are poor because their lives are so rich. Wealth reaches far beyond material trappings to the things that really matter to our hearts. How do we get this enduring wealth? By seeking God and wisdom. We looked at Proverbs 10.22 in the last conversation that we held together. The blessing of the Lord brings wealth and he adds no trouble to it. It is God who gives you the power to gain anything of value and wisdom gives you the power to keep it. This is yet another accessory that earmarks you in a crowd. A person who has gained great love and loyalty, who enjoys God's blessing emotionally and spiritually, stands out because he or she is so happy. Others will notice the difference, though they might not be able to verbalize it. Righteousness speaks for itself. As the psalmist put it, the generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches are in his house, and his righteousness endures forever. Even in darkness, light dawns for the upright, for the gracious and compassionate and righteous man 
good will come to him who is generous and lends freely, who conducts his affairs with justice. Surely he will never be shaken. A righteous man will be remembered forever. He will have no fear of bad news. His heart is steadfast, trusting in the Lord. His heart is secure. He will have no fear. In the end, he will look in triumph on his foes. He has scattered abroad his gifts to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. His horn will be lifted high in honor. That's a precious promise. This is the essence of true wealth and prosperity as distinguished from simply amassed riches. It is a life that is well-balanced in its gain, one that is flourishing and fruitful spiritually and naturally. You are in good physical health. You are mentally sound. Your relationships are working. Your career is progressing. Your reputation is sterling. You're walking in favor and others around you are the better for spending time in your presence. It is a life well spent. A person blessed with the invaluable intangibles pursues not just what would bless them, but what would bless others. This is what you do when you prosper. You get to a place of rest in all of your affairs, and this releases you to be generous. This is the stuff legacies are made of. It is said that a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. Again, this inheritance is of more than material things. Just as sin can visit up to the fourth generation in a family, righteousness, good character, and good works can spread from parent to child to grandchild and beyond. Every day you get to create a legacy for the next generation by the way you live out your life, how you spend your time as well as your money. Ultimately, at the culmination of your days, your soul should be well satisfied as it surveys this precious accessory, the intangible, the things no money can buy that will beautify the lives of many. Let me leave you with this construction tip. Adding the things that cannot be quantified to your life can bring great increase that you never anticipated. Add these to the house of your life. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'd love to address whatever is on your mind on a broadcast. So why not email me at lifetalkmmh at gmail.com. Oh, and make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel at Michelle McKinney Hammond. Like my fan page on Facebook at Michelle McKinney Hammond. And follow me on Instagram and Twitter at McKinney Hammond for even more inspiration. For your goodness and your grace. Wonders of your